You may recall the story Jesus told of the man who entrusted three of his servants with thousands of dollars, literally talents, urging them to handle his affairs well while he was away. When he returned, he listened eagerly to their reports. The first two fellows went out into the marketplace and doubled their investment. As a result, they were handsomely rewarded. The third servant was not so fortunate. His gold was taken from him, and he was thrown into outer darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. My goodness, why? All he did was bury the money under the porch until his master's return. Most of us would probably agree with the path he chose. At least the money was safe there. But listen to his reasoning. Speaking to his master, he said, I know you are a hard man, harvesting crops you didn't plant and gathering crops you didn't cultivate. I was afraid I would lose your money, so I hid it. See Matthew twenty-five, fourteen through 30 He was afraid of the master, whom he saw as a hard man. He didn't trust his master's heart. The issue isn't capital gains. It's what we think of God. When we bury our desires, we are saying the same thing. God, I don't dare desire because I fear you. I think you are hard-hearted. Just yesterday evening, I was taking a walk in our neighborhood, talking to the Lord about going forward and establishing the ranch I have mentioned. I had been moving toward the creation of this place of ministry in what felt like sheer obedience, dragging my heart along behind me. God had been confirming the direction with many signs and affirmations. And yet, I sensed that something was wrong. I was asking him what he wanted the ranch to be. He said, What do you want it to be? What's in your heart? I was embarrassed by the honesty of my reply. What do you care about my desires? There's this hurt and angry place inside, a very old wound that harbors some rather strong doubts about how much God really cares for me. We all have this place. Life has not turned out the way we want, and we know God could have handled things differently. Even though we may profess at one level a genuine faith in Him, at another level, we are like the third servant. Our obedience is not so much out of love as it is out of carefulness. Just tell me what to do, God, and I'll do it. Killing desire may look like sanctification, but it's really godlessness. Literally, our way of handling life without God. But when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? Jesus had been talking about prayer by telling the story of a persistent widow who wasn't getting the justice she deserved from a belligerent judge. The woman won her case because she refused to let up. Jesus used her as a picture of unrelenting desire. 